Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Betty Donuts. I'm on my way into the club. We're in the second half of February now, and the weather keeps sending occasional signs of spring and then following them up quickly with harsh reminders that we're still in winter. Even so, I'm excited by the thought that spring will soon be here and we'll be able to spend more time outside again. I'm counting down the days, as are Queenie and Chicken, as they're both excited to get their garden going again. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head in and see what's going on. Okay, hang on, everyone. Hang on, let me capture that idea on our garden map before you all shout out new ones. I know, I'll put it up here by the pear trees. Hi, Queenie. Oh, hi, little Dazzy Donuts. I wasn't expecting to see you at today's meeting, but it's great news that you're interested in joining us today. Just grab a seat here at the table, and Chicken will pour you a nice cuppa. At the meeting? What meeting? Oh, you're so funny, little Dazzy Donuts. Don't worry, we know you're just joking. Now, you'll catch up quickly, and then when everyone else has spoken, we'll come to you for your input. Okay, in that case, I guess that I'll just sip my tea for a while. Perfect. Okay, now who's up next? <coughs> oh, yes, yeah, Shasta, my friend. It's great that you're interested in growing something in the garden this year. So, you tell me what you'd like to grow, and I'll work out which patch of the garden will assign to you on this map here. Grass, huh? Okay, well, I suppose that makes sense. Grass should be easy for you to grow in the garden. It seems like it grows around here even without trying. Last year, we dug up the vegetable patch, and it was all muddy soil, and then it rained for about a day, and out of nowhere, we suddenly had big clumps of grass. Okay, well, where on the map should we put your grass patch? I know, we'll put it up here by the apple tree. You can then grow and nibble your grass in the shade of its lovely branches. Right, so who's up next? <laughs> Henrietta, how wonderful that you're here and interested in our garden. So what would you like to grow this year? <laughs> Parsnips, huh? Oh, and marigolds. Well, that's an interesting combination, Henrietta. But there's definitely nothing in our bylaws that prevent you from growing parsnips and marigolds. In fact, it could prove to be a fascinating combination. Plus, we don't even have any bylaws, so... Okay, where should we put your parsnip and marigold patch? Oh, gosh, we're kind of running out of space. Uh... I know, how about alongside the path up to the pond? Right, we've made it to you now, little Dozzy Donuts. So, what would you like to grow this year at our lovely garden behind the club? Um, I don't know. How about peas? Could I grow peas? Sure you could. 
In fact, you could have fully the map of the garden, was it already full? Gosh, look at it. We have so much stuff on the map already. We have grass and parsnips and marigolds and potatoes, cabbages and radishes and tomatoes and kale and lettuce and wildflowers and onions and carrots. Wow. By the time we've divided up the garden, we'll only have space to grow a few of each of them. So I'm not sure you'll be growing your peas, little Dazzy Donuts. You might just be growing one pea. Well, the problem looks obvious to me. It does? Yep. Uh, in that case, what's the problem? The garden is too small. Oh, uh, yes, you're right. But I'm sure there's an easy solution to our problem. I guess that we just have to figure out how to make our garden even bigger. Um, I suppose that we could knock down the club and expand the garden into the space where the club is. No, we can't do that. That's a silly idea. Without the club, where would we meet? Gosh, what else could we do to make the garden bigger? Um... How about we list a few ideas up on the board, and then we can work out which of those ideas is the best one. Okie dokie. While we do that, do you happen to have any poems we could listen to? I find that poetry really helps me to come up with creative solutions. I know. How about we start with this one here? It's from Yue Ting in Singapore, and it's called Food Fun. Let's listen to Yue Ting's poem now. With food, it is fun to play. So why don't you just do it your way? How about a giant hamburger to be used as a squashy bit? Or a pizza to be used as a hat for a head? What if hot mozzarella cheese was used as glue? Perhaps gum would work just fine too. What would people say if you used pretzel sticks as a comb? And I think that a gingerbread house would make an ideal home. Buns as chairs, licorice as ribbons for your hair, noodle rolls, biscuit bags, cotton candy racks. You may ask, how do you imagine all this? How? It's my little secret. Goodbye for now. A big thank you, Yue Ting, for your fun poem. You've really come up with a lot of creative ways for using food. I definitely like the sound of a giant hamburger used for a bed and using hot mozzarella as glue. And then there's certainly something appealing about licorice as ribbons for your hair, as whenever you're hungry, you already have a snack on top of your head. Thank you so much for thinking of fun ways of using food and then turning them into a poem for the club. Okay, up next we have Amog from the United States. Amog's poem is called Waste of Time. Let's listen to the poem now. Breakfast is a waste of time for me. Instead, I can read books or I can draw drawings. Lunch is a waste of time for me. Instead, I can write poems or I can play soccer with my friends. Snack time is a waste of time for me. Instead, I can practice Taekwondo. Perhaps I can build a robot. Dinner is a waste of time for me. Instead, I can play chess or play the piano. I can't do any of the things above without breakfast, lunch, snack time, and dinner. Having food isn't a waste of time after all. A big thank you, Amog, for your wonderful poem. I often find the same thing, that I'm busy and somehow need to find the time to make and eat a meal. And so it could be easy to start thinking that food is a waste of time. 
But without the food, I wouldn't have the energy for all of the things I want to do. And so food really is essential for the energy and vitamins and everything else we need to stay healthy. Thank you so much for capturing all of that in your fun poem and for sending it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going in figuring out a way of making the garden bigger? Well, not so good, I'm afraid. We're definitely not short of ideas. It's just that none of our ideas really seem that practical. I know. How about you narrow them down? What are your best two ideas? Okay, well, Shasta really blew our minds with the idea that we could make the garden larger, not by making it longer or wider, but by making it deeper. I mean, on the surface, it seems a winning idea. After all, there's just so much soil in the ground that by going deeper and deeper, we must be able to grow more. But the more we thought about it, the more our heads hurt, and the less we could see it working in practice. Okay, so if that wasn't a winner, what was another of the best ideas? That would be Henrietta's idea. She's pointed out that while we can't make the garden bigger, we may be able to use land that's not in the garden, such as all of that grass and hedgerows alongside of the road around here. They don't seem to be used for much anyway, and so why not take advantage of those spaces for growing veggies? But we're not too sure how all the drivers will feel as they go around looking at parsnips growing alongside the road, and so it probably isn't the winning idea. Well, I have an idea. What about the field, the other side of the hedge at the bottom of the garden? It belongs to the farmer, and it doesn't seem to get used much. I wonder if the farmer would be open to you borrowing it for a year and using it as a sort of community garden. Ding, 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 ding! That's a winning idea, little Dowsy Donuts! Oh my gosh, just imagine it. Our very own community garden where everyone has their own plot to grow whatever they want. It would be perfect. And seeing as it's just over the hedge from our garden, we can let people use our gardening tools and store them in our shed. Excellent. So all we need to do now is work out how to ask the farmer. Oh, gosh, how can we convince the farmer to let us use the field? After all, we don't have any money, so what do we have? We have poems and enthusiasm. Oh, like cabbages, always cabbages. I'm not sure those will get us very far, but you know what else we have? We have my award-winning Cooking. Award-winning cooking? What award did your cooking win? I won a prize at the local fair a few years back. They were so blown away by my innovative cabbage and banana pie that they gave me an award for the most creative chef. So I think we play to our strengths. Come on, everyone, let's head into the kitchen and bake a pie. And then we'll take it around to the farmer and see if the pie sweetens the deal and gets us our community garden. I tell you what, while you cook your pie, how about I play you one more poem? I have one here from Abigail in the United States called Harvest. Let's listen to Abigail's poem now. Wake up to the frosty air, sister crying, look out there, brushing over to the window. The garden now has much to show. I'm not tired anymore. Into my coat and out the door. Mom and dad are already there. Over in the corner, picking pears. Apples, pumpkins, even some tomatoes. Corn, turnips, lots of potatoes. Harvest time is lots of fun when you're not the only one 
in the garden, picking food, everyone's in a good mood. The table's set and we're all ready. Dishes of produce, fruits and veggies, mashed potatoes, apple crisp, everyone has grabbed a dish. Cinnamon pancakes, pumpkin pie, my whole family is satisfied. Sitting down at our chairs, we all grab some candied pears. There's no shortage of breakfast, that's for sure. It's almost more weight than the table can endure. We've got enough to last all winter. There's no question of what we're having for dinner. The family's laughing, joking, it's always clear. Harvest is my favorite time of year. A big thank you, Abigail, for your lovely poem. You've created a wonderful picture of harvest activities filled with family and fun and food. There's definitely something special about harvest time in autumn, when the temperatures chill a little and there's so much fresh fruit and veggies available to eat. Now that we're in February, it's nice to think that there's an autumn coming up again later this year. Thank you so much for reminding us of all of that harvest fun in your poem. OK then, Queenie, how's it going with your pie? We're on to a witty idea, little Dazzy Donuts. We're working on two pies. They're peach and veggie. Those sound lovely. I do love a peach pie and a veggie pie too. So which one will you take? It's not a peach pie and a veggie pie. They're both peach and veggie pies. I know it sounds strange, but just you wait till you taste them. It will be the new trend of fusion cuisine. The farmer is going to love them. Well, in that case, I'll come into the kitchen with you now and help you wash up, and then we'll take the pies around to the farmer. First, though, I'd like to thank everyone for being at the club today, especially the three poets who sent in their poems, Abigail, Amog, and Yue Ting. Thank you all for writing such amazing poems and for sending them into the club. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. You can also find out all about our current competition on the topic of food and meals and see how you can send your poetry and art into the competition. Perhaps you'll be selected to feature in one of our upcoming episodes. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, Chicken, Shasta and Henrietta. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a brand new episode complete with new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dessie Donuts saying keep rhyming. <laughs>